0: Welcome to the Pixels Bite podcast, a podcast which is part of the Pixels Breakfast Content Network, uh, where each week we chat about a new or classic game, going into our feelings for it, and what we think about the design, certain features and elements, and ultimately, whether we recommend the game to you. I'm one of your co-hosts, Seamus Mullins, editor-in-chief of IndieDB and ModDB, and a producer and scout based out of Adelaide, Australia, And I'm with my co-host today, Stephen Heller, founder of Pixels for Breakfast and a game developer living in
1: Japan. Hey, Stephen. You know, outside my mother, you're the only person in the world who calls me Stephen. How's it going, Seamus? (laughs) Good to be back, as always. I'm part of an exclusive club, is what you're telling (laughs) me. Yes, yes, that's that's what I was trying to get across. Tell you what else I'm trying to get across, just how much I love the game that we are talking about today. And that game is Donut County, uh,
0: which came out about halfway through 2018, so two and a half years ago now, by Ben
1: Esposito. Yes, that is, that's correct. That is correct. It was, yes. yeah, developed by uh, Ben Esposito and published by Annapurna Interactive as one of their first games uh, onto that interesting publishing label. We were talking a bit about that earlier. And, yeah, it was developed by Ben uh, as a solo project just in between doing, you know, some tasks on a little game called The Unfinished Swan, which many people will know from the PlayStation. And it was born out of a game jam by Peter Molyneux, which is a parody account of the uh, famed crazy designer Peter Molyneux. (laughs) And this version of the project was called The Pits, which was based on the Molyneux pitch where the player moves a hole around an environment. Interesting to see that the design didn't really change that much. (laughs) Uh, It was originally called Kachina, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but it was based on the Native American spirit beings that personify nature. And after, you know, sharing some of that information, a blog post called Esposito out on his treatment of Hopi culture, uh, which was featured throughout the game. So he decided to abandon the title and the original theme and then sort of put it on the shelf for a little while and picked it up with his next set of inspiration coming from LA's intricate collection of donut shops and inspired by Bruce Springsteen songs, which weirdly makes sense actually after playing this game. Uh, As you said, this game came out quite a while ago and I'd heard people talking about it. And as we mentioned in one of our first uh, podcasts, I'm not a huge fan of cutesy, kawaii, happy, vibey games, but it always sounded like a bit of fun. I just never kind of got around to it. And then I dropped on Game Pass and we're in like, you know, the darkest timeline right now. So I decided I'd try it. And uh, I absolutely loved it, Seamus. Fantastic little game. It is. It is a very charming uh,
0: little game. It's not It's it's not very long, uh, especially this one. Like, I'd say it's only probably about two hours or so. Uh, so, it's one of the shorter games we've reviewed so far, even though by now you would know Steve and I like our shorter, our shorter games and experiences. But, yeah, it's just a charming, lovely little game that... Uh has a lot of fun with such a simple mechanic, but also it doesn't overstay its welcome um with it, hence why it's not too long, but it's it's very satisfying because of that. And it has a bit of commentary on a few things, I guess, uh, in, in Western American culture to a degree. But for the most part, it's just a fun, chill time with like a dope soundtrack. Uh and
1: yeah, it's great, yeah. So to set up a bit of the plot here, the, the story follows uh, Mira. Uh, she's a, uh, a, a human in this world that works for her friend BK, who's a raccoon at the local donut shop in Donut County. And BK has become obsessed with doing deliveries because he gets points via the uh, Donut County app on his mobile. And he's trying to save up for a quadcopter drone. And he does that by just slamming out these donut deliveries all across town Thing is, the donuts are actually just uh, these giant sinkholes and he's like swallowing up the universe around <laughs> him to the point where he actually eats the entire town. And basically, the, the story is told uh, via a series of flashbacks of how each of them ended up in the underground and what went wrong. And uh, that, on its face, it's actually quite a, as you said, relaxing, chill, fun game. You are uh, presented with these gorgeous low... Uh, lo-fi poly environments where you're moving a hole around on the ground and you're sucking up everything. And that's literally the objective. There's very few puzzle elements to the game and they're never hard. Uh, And you're just swallowing everything. And there's something quite meditative and kind of funny about just seeing everything vanish until you start thinking about Oh, this is kind of like what we're doing on earth every single day. And then you start to have a bit of an existential crisis as you think about that. But the game is very beautiful and uh, <laughs> makes you feel like yeah, uh, it's it's weird. It's a weird game because it is so lighthearted, but I feel like it is trying to say something under the surface. Mm. Yeah. And I I guess I didn't go that deep in my
0: thinking while I was playing it, um, but I was still it's it's this weird balance of like just sucking up things is so satisfying as. As your hole just gets bigger, as you so you start very small and do little, get little rocks and and stuff, and then you slowly get bigger and bigger, and it's just really satisfying, uh, and fun. But the thing is, at the same time, you're like destroying these people's homes, and you're like watching them often react to what you're doing. And there's like one sequence very early on where it's like this like young pup, because a lot of the characters are animals who can talk and uh live among humans, as as the raccoon BK, the main, one of the main characters. And this little pup's just like watching you destroy their home and then like suck their mother down underneath the ground. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of strange on on that level, and yeah I'm, there's, I'm sure there's elements that you could look at on the deeper, deeper level and some commentary, as I said before, uh, but it's just really satisfying and, and meditative, like you said as well, Steve.
1: Yeah, there's definitely not much to this game. It shows all of its tricks essentially in the first, you know. 10 15 minutes bar a few things which I won't spoil here just because you know they are kind of neat when they do pop up but they're few and far between when you get something new to play with essentially. And uh yeah, there's just I will say I actually didn't find it so great on um a gamepad. I definitely can see the value in this game in a mobile setting just because you'd be using your finger to move the the sinkhole around. Not to say that it feels bad on a controller, but I definitely it's one of the few games where, I'm like, yeah, this would be so much better on a touchscreen. I don't know if the Switch. I'm assuming it's out on Switch actually. Uh, I don't know if it has touch controls, but I definitely wish I played it with touch controls. I've played it. So I played
0: it on PlayStation Four when it originally came out because it came out just on that and PC at the time. And then since to come to everything else, as you've said, such as mobile, so Google Play Store and Apple Store. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on Switch as well, just like all the consoles. Uh, and you've played it now for Xbox Games Pass. Uh, and I don't mind it with a controller. It can be a little janky, just, like, trying to move it into the the right spot from time to time. But that's I for me, that's, like, part of the fun is this, the weird jankiness, the physics of it, and just trying to fit some things in here and there. Sometimes it can be a little annoying, but for the most part, for me, it was mostly, like, just kind of silly. Uh, and just sometimes things would just go flying across the screen as you're trying to just wedge it in, and it just wouldn't quite fit. Um, and in regards to the puzzles that you mentioned, yeah, they're they're pretty straightforward. Uh, they're not they're not hard, but they're just done in delightful little ways that work within each environment, and they're quite quite silly. Like the snake one, uh, which is an earlier puzzle, I quite enjoyed as well. And the snake danger level, uh, <laughs> and, and, and what and the what what the jokes it does within each level, and I, I think there's a big part of it as well as that. I was kind of afraid that the humor wouldn't hold up as much even though it's only been two and a half years but it really does uh i played through most of it again now it's on games pass and yeah i love i love the humor it's just silly uh the dialogue between characters uh, it's just it's just funny and dumb and a lot of it's just about raccoons being pash uh trash pandas uh and just dumb quips and stuff and it i don't know it just worked for me it still works for me really well
1: Yeah, one of my favourite aspects of the game is actually every time you suck up something new at the end of a level, you have the Trashopedia, I think it's Mm. called, and every single item gets its own quirky little, like, entry, and it was to the point that every single level, we were going through that and just reading that, and, like, I was genuinely laughing out loud, and I think that video games tend to do comedy very poorly. I feel like every game that's like, oh, it's so funny, I actually have to force myself to laugh, like, it's usually (laughs) not actually funny, but... Donut County is just so whimsical, and uh, the other thing that really, uh, like, we're going to talk about the soundtrack. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Oh, but it's so really good. It's real good. The game is so accessible. Like uh, my fiance, Crispy Sando, does not play video games. She finished the entire game except the last level, uh, and I actually watched most of the playthrough, and then I started playing through myself just to get some footage. Cause it's one of those games you don't necessarily have to play to experience the joy of it no, because you are yeah. literally just moving a hole around. But <laughs> that's definitely something that most people who have never played a video game uh, can get sucked into this like really just charming world, these beautiful characters and sort of just navigate the hole around. And because it's literally, you just put the hole under things and it sucks things down. And like, if the hole's not big enough, then you can't suck down a giant item. Like it's very self-explanatory. It's Everyone can sort of just grasp that idea, uh, and you know, like obviously, um, you know, some people would be able to play with touch screen, some would be able to use controller. Uh, I think it is fairly accessible in that sense that there would be a way for most people, despite any potential disabilities or things like that, uh, would be able to just you know play this game. I think it has three buttons in total that it needed to be used, and it's never like a twitchy sort of mechanic either. So um, I think this is a great game if you have. Uh, friends, family, uh, even if you've got kids that are just getting into gaming, like, it's just a good everyone game that you can sit there and have a good time with, which I I really appreciate, despite the fact I don't have children. Like, I just do think that's a very good thing. And it you know, gave uh, something for my fiance and I to really connect with, because she's, you know, she's very supportive of the gaming stuff, but she doesn't really play games very often. So it's really cool to sit down and be like, hey, you basically, you finished a game. That's super cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think that,
0: element of it is is really cool and that despite how straightforward the of it is it is such a charming fun experience like they like the developer has done so much with such a simple mechanic and i can totally see people playing this at like a party like people watching along and laughing and like swapping the control around because it's not like like you said there's not that many buttons there's not much to learn you're just moving a hole around and so whether you're like with a group of friends or just your partner um, like, I played through a lot of it the first time with my partner as well, and we jumped back and forth a bit, too. And, yeah, it's just, like, a fun, chill time. Uh, and whether you're playing it on console or you could be playing it on your phone, yeah, it's yeah, very accessible.
1: Now, that soundtrack... Oh, that soundtrack is just so good. A lot of ukulele, a lot of (laughs) lo-fi vibes, a lot of chill times. It's just, I can't get enough of it. It's kind of replaced my lo-fi hip hop playlists, which if you're looking for a good one, the dojo of Zen on Spotify, curate (laughs) it, add stuff to it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I've stopped kind of listening to that. I'm just listening to Donut County a lot. Like it is just so relaxing and just, I feel like, The world is charming and the art and characters are good, but the soundtrack is what makes this game feel alive. Mm -hmm. It just really pulls you in and adds to that meditative state that you go into. Like, if I played this game without sound, I don't think I would enjoy it as much, which seems like a weird thing to say, but I feel like for a game that it doesn't seem like the soundtrack is so integral, I think it really wraps and, you know, is the glue that holds the package together. Yeah, I would... I definitely agree on that. And it's a pretty
0: large soundtrack as well. Most of the locations have their own music. Like I I'm sure if you're an indie developer or a publisher like you might have gone for a smaller soundtrack or repetitive music or something like that just to just to get done. But yeah, the fact that they have a full soundtrack and it is as good as it is. Like I that was one of the things when I came back to it, I did not remember much of having played it the first time and I'm just like, "Man, this is yeah, a real highlight." of it like it's it's wonderful like you mentioned before we start recording you might have to
1: try and see if you can get the the record vinyl of it steve absolutely absolutely and uh i guess there's not a lot more to say because the game is quite short which is good we love short games which means a very short episode here but seamus would you recommend donut county
0: i think i think this is yeah a pretty easy one to recommend it's just a it's just a good time it's not too expensive if you've Got an Xbox or on PC? Actually, I think it's only on Xbox for the Xbox games pass, not PC. Can't remember, but if you've got games pass, it's on there, and it's it's great. But it's not too much on mobile as well. Like it's just a good fun time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like as I was saying at the start of the show, like I'm usually not into these cutesy games, and you know maybe it is just uh, the the pressures of the world right now. But I sat down, not really expecting much, and just absolutely fell in love with this charming, beautiful world. I'll definitely sign up for whatever Ben Esposito puts on the table next because Donut County captured my heart and soul. And I'm so glad that I played it. (laughs) And it's also just another testament to why I love Game Pass so much because I probably never would have played this game except it popped up on there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've I've thought about that. I'll I'll check it out. And, uh, you know, more often than not, I'm finding games that I really enjoy just by diving into it that I don't know whether it's my expectations are lower because I didn't pay for it or what it is, but. I'm definitely branching out and trying a lot more new things. And yeah, I just think it's super accessible and a great time. And it's kind of weird to not have a spicy episode of this podcast right now, Shames, because we both seem to agree.
0: I know. Yeah. After last week's uh, Olya podcast, which you should definitely check out if you're into your puzzle and action 2D games. It's, co- it's a cool game. We had some interesting discussions about it. But yeah, this is a bit
1: more of a low-key episode. Hey, Just in and out, in and out. And that's what <laughs> I like to see. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Make sure that you head over to PixelsForBreakfast.net for a bunch of video and podcast content. You can get all of the Pixel Bytes episode. You can also check out the Pixels For Breakfast pod and a bunch of video reviews. And uh, as always, don't forget, pixelate your breakfast. feel like a donut now, Steve. Um, mate, I would love a donut.